Welcome to KFAB, the podcast. The podcast about fashion and wrestling, but mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. And... Oh, hey, I'm Dan. Yay! Yay! <laughs> got a surprise. It's another special guest episode. We have Dan Black here of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast on the UCB Network. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. It's so fun. And we yeah. also do have producer Mike as well, but probably he won't be chiming in as much this episode. Um, as you know, we're all new wrestling fans, so sometimes we rely on Mike's expertise, but now we have Dan here. Yeah. So, Dan, we're going to yeah. be relying on well, you Well, I don't even want to hear from Mike. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> He's so far away from the mics that just perfect. <laughs> yeah, just to be frank. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he doesn't have a mic. Yeah. He doesn't seem interesting. And, uh, frankly, he had a bad vibe when I walked in. So. <laughs> yes, let's go. Okay, <laughs> good. good. It's that. We've, we've had an immediate heel turn from Dan. <laughs> yeah. I love that. He stood up for me. Yeah. I know. I almost was like, he turned heel. And then I was like, that's all right. Wait. Yeah. Well, still. No, I didn't turn heel. I was heel this whole time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So we're going to do just brief wrestling news this week. Um, and we're not going to talk about Crown Jewel. No. FYI. I mean, if, you haven't, if you're new to the podcast, we're not going to talk about it. If you want to hear coverage on it, Cultaholic or What Culture covered it. And you can check it out from them. Dan, did you guys cover? It? No, I, I mean, I'm going to cover the results this week, uh, mm-hmm. but I didn't watch. No, I uh, okay. I told the, my listeners, I'm going to personally not watch it uh, mm-hmm. out of not some kind of, it wasn't a real angry protest. It was just like, you know, I didn't feel comfortable with the greatest Royal Rumble. I didn't like watching yeah. those propaganda yeah, pieces. And I don't believe in the... I don't believe in the theory of like you get over there and then that's how you make progress by going in. I think you take a hard stand, right? So there's non-basic, non-negotiable rights, which is like our women wrestle and that's it. That's where I was at. But I'll cover the results of it because they affect the storylines of wrestling. Yeah, that uh, is true. Mm -hmm. And then Shane McMahon. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, well, but speaking of women, uh, let's talk about Evolution instead. Yay. Yes. Which was a better pay-per-view, by the way. Was it? It was was great. From all all accounts, right? I've heard from everyone. It was a great time. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte and Becky Lynch were our absolute favorite. That had Katie I, was like crying. I lost my mind. And screaming oh, to the point where her fiance was on the computer behind us and he goes, Katie, you're losing it. Like, yeah, he was like, You are out of control. You're out of control. It was an exciting match. The oh storytelling in the match was amazing. So good. Uh, Charlotte made Ugh. Becky look like a million dollars. Yeah. Which yeah. is, by the way, that's the most money in my... In my a million? Because yeah, you yeah. don't know my rubric here. Max, because I can't imagine ever having a million dollars. So <laughs> yeah. one million and an homage to the million dollar man who I think only had one million dollars. <laughs> uh, See, mine is a hundred. Oh, a hundred? I have, I have kid logic where you're like, that thing's a hundred dollars? Oh, yeah. Yep. Can't imagine I thought we were saying we no unit of measurement. Just no, one no. hundred. Just, that, just he 100. was a hundred. It was a hundred dollars. Because whenever you tell a kid something's a hundred dollars, they like, Whoa. yep. Wow. I don't know if you guys hang out with a lot of kids. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I try not to. Yeah, <laughs> probably right. <laughs> probably a good call. Uh, well, I I think since we're talking about Charlotte and and Becky, we should mention that Charlotte's outfit was one of our favorites. It was yeah. like sparkly paisley. Oh yeah. Which is nuts. She always looks really good, but it's one of my favorite like capes she's had in a long time. I it know. looks like the you know the fan thing behind her head. What would you call that, Sarah? Do you know a ruff? See, oh, I call it the the peacock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Like what it is. Yeah. Right? Well, actually, a lot of times she has peacock print. I think yeah. Charlotte, out of all the women. Um, 
I'd have to think about the men. I don't know, but she has the, she has her look down to like a T. Yeah, I think her gear fits her body perfectly. Like it fits. It, it, she just has it. Yeah, uh, it's because to speak like Becky, I'm very actually on my podcast, Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm very critical of. Becky's look. I, yeah. I, I don't like it. I was very anti-steampunk. I like mm. this heel turn and she lost the goggles and it fixed it up. But I still feel like there's too much color going on. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't... I, don't, I'm I liked it. the... I, I love the hair. She's a beautiful oh, yeah. woman. I just don't... I like the suit. We didn't like the jacket she came out in. We yeah. remember being like, God, oh, she's wearing it again. But when she took it off after that, it looked okay because she just looked like a bronze goddess. It right? looks more st- streamlined than it had in the past. I think yeah. they're like cutting down all the details. So it's like, it's super Grecian still or like that kind of like Roman and it's also based off that Final Fantasy isn't yeah, that what I yeah. said it's when like I did her thing. it's a some video game character right that she it's Final this Fantasy. latest one is adapted from is like a couple years ago she did a full on cosplay version of it and then they just kind of kept it yeah, yeah. it's yeah. sort of wild isn't it kind of like a, I always thought it was like a Mad Max she has like yeah. kind of a bad vibe but yeah. like the rips in her stockings the first time I saw them I was like oh her, it's a bummer her stockings are ripped and there's like oh they're supposed to be like that I started seeing like, yeah. like oh that doesn't look good you're like every time before she goes in the ring she does one right. stretch that just ruins <laughs> her tights it's tights. also literally just a tiny little one and I'm yeah. like it's weird because it doesn't look it looks purposeful. like an accident yeah it does. Well, what's the kayfabe behind it is she like in some dystopian society you know what I'm saying Like what? she brought her airship in <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah yeah I'm not sure actually because I did that in a it was literally just like she's based off this Final Fantasy character. Yeah. So I think it's just like nerd culture. Right, but her gimmick is like she went she went Becky Balboa at one time, which like that's like a Rocky thing. And then she was like, I'm the last kicker, so that's an Irish thing. So it's just all over the map. I, I it drives me nuts when character gimmicks don't make sense. I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know who yeah. does make sense to me 100%? Is Sarah's very good at transitioning. Uh, my close, hey. <laughs> I got that improv training, baby. Um, yeah, Kyrie Sane always looks so good to me. She does. I had heard that she came out to her um, May Young music instead of her new music. Okay. Right? That was kind of weird. But she looks great. Uh, I love the hot pink version of her outfit. I hope even if she gets called up, they never change the pirate thing because I think everyone should be a pirate, honestly. Yeah, it's I very just fun. love that idea. It's so funny to me. So the pirate gimmick I love, mm-hmm. um, I was worried about it. I'm worried about it on the main roster, you know, because when you come up from NXT, it's kind of like, all right, now now everyone has to, it, it can easily become like stupid, but Michael Cole had dropped this line that I love because I'm all about justifications. Speaking of improv, uh, it, 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 he said like, Kyrie saying she's actually a modern day pirate. She collects gold all around the world. Ooh. And she's been like the champion. And I was like, oh, Ooh. I love that. That's a, that's a perfect, that's all I needed. Yep. Yep. That's she's cute. Great. I like that. Yeah. 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 I just love the chest. It's so funny to me. Oh, yeah. She opens she, it up with the. And she had the belt in it that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. very funny. And then, of course, we had our Trish Stratus, mm-hmm. Lita. Mm hmm match I those are the two that mattered in that match to me yeah that's why I'm saying it was a bummer it was I thought it was a little bit of a bummer they just didn't do it like yeah they didn't give him what I don't know they were first up and so we were super excited Trish Stratus looks fucking awesome uh this look I like a lot yeah similar to her Royal Rumble I believe look yeah um guys all the pay-per-views are running together for me <laughs> i know we've, we've watched we've watched six now i'm yeah. like when was the thing yep uh and then let's see no we don't have lead on that page but she had like her whale tail she did but mm-hmm. a classier version of a it. classy whale tail which is a thong above the pants 
don't know if what, you know the terminology. No, I don't know what a whale tail is. <laughs> no, that, it's this a thong, is the stuff I Thong above the pants. Oh, oh Lita's I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lita, she used to. That was her whole thing. Yeah, and like, yeah. I mean, as an adolescent boy, I I was very into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was like, wow, oh, that's risque. Even though she just lifted it up, so it was yeah. just higher than where <laughs> yep. her butt is. Yeah. So it wasn't like, a, but the illusion was enough. I wonder for, if they gave for her young ex- Dan Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wonder if they gave her like extra fabric to do that. They probably did. They yeah. must, right? So they're like, all right, we gotta so... add another like six inches of fabric. Or just like not even the fabric, just the string part is just like forever long. <laughs> like when she puts it on, it's just like the biggest string of a thong. <laughs> I love oh, that. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we also we did actually pick up on on partially on the horror movie theme. Yeah, because uh, I went the Riot Squad. Mainly because I went, is Ruby Riot fucking jigsaw? <laughs> like some point, yes. I was like, I think so. Oh, that's what they were doing there. Yeah, yeah. apparently, yes. Yeah. So we didn't get the other two, um, probably because we're not really horror movie people, any of us. Well, also, Liv I'm just Morgan, not a fan of them, really. Yeah, we're not a fan of the Riot Squad. They got no synergy. They make no that's, sense. Yeah. Wait, so I guess she has an apron. That's kind of I don't know. It's Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre, apparently. Oh. And then Liv Morgan is it, but also she always does that vaguely clown Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn thing. So I think that's hard to notice, like what. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Where are you guys at on when they all have like a motif and they're all like, we're like, we're all horror people. Do you like that? Or do you prefer everyone to have their own? Well, when like the New Day does it, it's really good. I love, and so that's, I think the like Day. the difference. And I, I, I just think that we kind of don't, we were trying to figure out why we don't like the Riot Squad for a while. And I do think it's just because of the hot topic. Like, it just reminds me of being in eighth grade so aggressively. And these are adult women. So it's kind of like when Blake 182 writes songs about being in high school and you're like, you're like 35 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's that. And it's also what, uh, like, to me, it's what women think guys want. Yeah. And it's not, it seems like that's part of the brand that, like, told them to do it. And so yeah. it feels a little bit bummer. This feels like, well, these, these girls are for the Attitude Era guys. Yep. Like oh, yeah. these are these are these chicks. They're like, like could, sculpted to be like. like they're yeah. cool. They drink beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and also it's not really cohesive. No, like, yeah, it's, not. it's not. That theme is a theme, but they don't look like they're in the same world at yeah. all yeah. because those movies aren't in the same world. So like their clothing doesn't really go together, mm. and it's that just not, doesn't work for me. Whereas, yes. Mickey the, James, Alexa Bliss, and Alicia Fox definitely go together. Whether or not we like the looks individually, that Alice in Wonderland theme is like so strong when you actually see them all lined up together. Yeah, it is. Because we picked out the Alice thing with Alexa immediately, of course, because mm-hmm. that's so clear. And then once you know that the other two are also the yeah. same the same world, that makes more sense to me. Which also, thank God, Alexa Bliss wore her hair down. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. looks so cute. Like, you know, she didn't wrestle, obviously, so she could do that. But she looks so much better than she normally does with this look. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on it. I literally, and on my podcast, it just was like, I love how, I was like, I love how Alicia Fox has a clock. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even, I didn't even realize they were out so wonderland. Well, I, I like, didn't know yeah. that either about the other two. Mike found this fact for us. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, but we just, I think we saw Alexa and we're like, oh, she's doing her Alice in Wonderland thing. And then we saw the other two separately and we're like, those are cool looks, but I wouldn't have put that together either. Yeah. 
because uh, Alicia Fox is, um, I don't know how you, if you've covered this, but mm-hmm. she at one point she was a pilot. Did you, did you carry that? that no, was my I've seen photos was, of it. Yeah. yeah, she was the captain of the last year Survivor Series. She was the captain of the Raw Women's Team, and yep. so she started going like, you know, with the hand, with the intercom. Which she was a real and, pilot. And, well, she dressed like a pilot. Oh, <laughs> no, I meant she was because you know they all have career, some of them have like careers or like. Oh yeah, on. absolutely. Yeah. So she was a pilot, and then she or she was. She, they said you're the captain of the Raw Women's. Yeah. Survivor Series, I season. So and she then she really it. ran with yeah. it, okay. and was just like, going, "She's someone we need to do, Sin." I yeah, yeah. yeah. She's very funny. She yeah. gets not a lot of credit for uh, the goof she brings to mm-hmm. the okay. women's division. She's, She's part of Total Divas, so I know oh, a yeah. good amount about her. Yeah, Katie's very into the reality shows that have come out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Total Bellas, Total Divas. I haven't watched a lot of them, but I I've you know. cried at Natty so many times, and I don't <laughs> every time Natty comes on, she goes, "She's just lived a life." Like every single time. And it's like there's no details. It's just that. Did you talk about pacing kids injury on there? Like her husband's injury? Oh, Did they DJ? talk about that ever? Oh, DJ, yeah, whatever his TJ? real name. I don't know what his real name yeah. is. It's TJ, yeah. just so you know. Wait, he just his, never what, came back. He got hurt and he never came back. Mm-hmm. What's his wrestling name? Tyson, Tyson Kidd. Oh, yeah. but he's TJ. Yeah. <laughs> He was good. I cried at their wedding. Okay, it's fine. We're good. <laughs> I think our Instagram should just turn into you watching. Like we should just you should just live stream just like me watching, you Total, watching Divas. Total Divas and seeing how I had to slow down because I was going through it. I was speeding through those seasons. You really like, were. I had to pump. We haven't breaks. heard from you about it in a while. Oh well, Total Bellas is coming back. So. Okay. Good. I'll let you know. Oh, the Eat, Pray, Love season? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It is. But guess what time it is? Hey! Time to do our featured wrestler. Uh, it's the Ultimate Warrior this week. So, Dan, you suggested him as someone to cover. Yeah, Do you want to introduce him? Well, I would like to say that Ultimate Warrior is... Um, I wouldn't... He's... I wouldn't say he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but he's my favorite wrestler of all time before I was... Before the Attitude Era, before I was a serious mark like I am now, and now if I say if I say Ultimate Warrior is my favorite wrestler ever, it's just flat out reckless. The guy can't even wrestle. He's barely a, he's barely a wrestler when it comes to in ring ability. But I will say, when it comes to the motif, I, I don't know if any other wrestler. I mean, you can argue has looked better to me looked mm-hmm. more like what i want a makeup of a wrestler, wrestler. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh second place is the rock in his prime i mean i'm talking about by prime those two years where the rock was full-on third person rock anytime <laughs> when he called himself the rock never said me i uh, he didn't have any of that he just was like the rock and he wore like five thousand dollar shirts and all right <laughs> his shoes were mad exp- you know he's doing the flair but in his own way yeah but before that, the Ultimate Warrior. When I was a kid, this is just everything I needed. I mean, he looks like what you what you imagine a wrestler to look like. You're totally right. Yeah. You think about it, you're like, yeah, sure. The neon, the feathered, weird hair. Yeah. The he looks like what are the rubber guy that you could stretch yeah. out? Yeah. He Armstrong. looks like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. He yeah. legit looks like Stretch Armstrong. And he today. does face paint, which I will say always pushes it over the edge for me personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think more people should do face paints. It's fantastic. If you're a kid, this is exactly what you want to. See, he's the face paint. He's jacked in a way at the time where not many guys were jacked. Like this is full steroids, like all day. Only you know, he's juiced up. Yeah, (laughs) he was a bodybuilder first too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll kind of just share some basic info. Yeah. So Dan, one thing that we always have to do is find the astrological sign of the wrestlers because <laughs> I love this that. is important to it's us. My fault. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> no, I, love I it. learn about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, the dingo so, warrior. Yeah. Sometimes Katie will forget on her side. She'll look at me and be like this. I'm like, oh no, it's on the cusp. I don't know. <laughs> Make a guess. Okay. But he's a uh, very clear Gemini. Oh, yeah. Yeah, June 16th, 1959, baby. His name is James, which I think is funny. I never knew his name. I never care. James Brian <laughs> Helwig, although he legally Helwig? changed. Yes, he legally changed his last name to Warrior. Yeah. Is it his whole name Warrior? Wasn't he just Warrior? Yeah, he wanted oh, to, just, he dropped oh. everything and just became Warrior. His yeah. fucking real name is Warrior? No, yeah. he changed yeah. it. Because he would be on Fox News a lot in his later mm-hmm. years. Uh, like, you know, seems to be all old white guys just end up there. And, uh, and, and, all people named Warrior end up there. <laughs> yeah, if, your name, if you change your name to one name, you're, you're on there. But yeah, it would say Warrior. Like, like my guest right now is Warrior. <laughs> Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. But yeah, so to your point about him being more jacked than everyone else, he was a professional bodybuilder in in like the you know, as as a youngin. And then it says that he once planned on being a chiropractor. Yeah, which is funny. I don't know. I thought that was funny. I According did see, to yeah. Wikipedia. I saw that in the Wikipedia too. And then he like he was asked to be a wrestler and so he stopped trying to be a chiropractor. And I can't imagine two jobs more at odds with one mm-hmm. another. Frankly. I think a lot of these guys have that soft side that they wish they could tap into, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's too much machismo blocking. I mean, I even have that to an extent. Imagine these guys at this level. They all want to be knitting or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> they all want to be knitting. These guys wish they could just pet a cat. At, like unironically you know what I mean they, they, they can't they just can't it's too much they're like I toxic cannot yeah. I would love it so much if they started knitting their own masks <gasps> like a luchador but knit yes. that Sarah, would be great Sarah could Luch- do that I love it I'm gonna do Sarah it Sarah knows we, how to knit so. guys well knitting is my weak point but I do know a lot of sewing and if we ever have a live show I'm sewing us all capes I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm still getting over the cough so I'm sorry uh, okay so this like he really only had the one look, but boy, what a look is it! Yeah, yes. he had a lot of variants on one look, which yeah. I, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But he was a diaper man, right? <laughs> yes, yes, he Forever. was a diaper man. Yeah, God, he's so his legs are so clearly steroided. Okay, here's a thing I just noticed. His diaper has the same pattern as his face paint on it. Oh, I know. Which looks bats? like a cavity tooth what a little bit. <laughs> it does. What are they supposed to be? Do you know? It's just warrior paint. It's just a lot of, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cultural appropriation and whatever. Certainly. <laughs> it's a lot of, like, I think he's kind of like a Native American warrior. I think. Oh, I, no. I, 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 if I had to just guess. there's no. That's, yeah. You might know this, Sarah. You might actually know. Well, his face paint looks a lot like. Uh, Totem pole. Tribal art from the yeah, Pacific Northwest. I will say uh, so I think that's what it makes me think of the most like if you look at the Seattle Seahawks logo that's also drawn from tribal art of the Northwest though that I believe is with the permission of the tribes it really, I'm not sure this was yeah can I ask you guys something yeah well, I don't, don't want to derail us but when you're looking you at pictures of this guy are you not like yeah fuck yeah you just feel like fuck yes <laughs> like I'm just I look at this and I go like yes like it's what I, I it's what I I, I I think one day I'm gonna look like this like uh, completely delusional like this picture right here in particular oh yeah that you guys can't see but he has the blue paint and i'm like he, he he's he-man he is like a human yeah. come to life he-man can That's i why say I was... what i think of that photo yeah he should be on a sea do oh. <laughs> yeah, with mean... the water squirting out the back those type you know like he just i, I just think like he's such a man he you know is. what i mean it's uh uh and, you know i don't know it's i would love to, you know I wish he stood for good, yeah. but, uh, but he's yep. not a great guy. He's notor- and even though WWE tries to paint him now, and he's got the warrior wing. I know and that's right. Yeah. 
Which I, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, but uh, no, uh, we're gonna uh, get into it. Yeah, it's just, but it's so. But you're right. He looks like what you think of when you he think does. of a wrestler. Yeah, and it's so. I think this look is great. I think it's one of the best all around. Like old school wrestling looks we've seen. Those tassels, the like neon ass tassels. I mean, truly. Also, the, are they, okay, I'll answer your question in a second, but between, what are these muscle <laughs> I don't remember groups? asking a question. You asked yeah, a question. You said, what do you guys think, fuck yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So my answer is, if I didn't know his past probably, I would have mm-hmm. seen him and oh, been yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. cool, like this is great. Cause when I know that you chose, I was like, oh this is gonna be great, this is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Then we started looking at him and I was like, I don't think that anymore, it's tainted. Yeah. But what muscle groups are these? <laughs> I'm really, no, this is important because up here it's like that's supposed to be your bicep, but it's like he bisected his bicep in like yeah. as if it is his waist. Yeah. Yeah, he has, right? a, uh, he has a belt. He's got a very serious bicep uh, shoulder separation. Yes. Those muscles are so pumped. Yeah. They're so jacked up that they, they you can actually just see the full muscle. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. And I'm his like, hands so look like what's... gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Cause, I mean his whole body is like he looks like a baseball man. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's, he's so leathery and, and yeah. like oh yep. Yeah, God, there's, of course he became conservative. Like look at him. I know, but and it's he was doing steroids forever, and it's probably and getting something. hit in the head. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. and also I do have to mention though, we love entrances because of all the pageantry. Yes, yeah. um, his entrance is. I I think I yelled aloud in the other room doing this research because he just runs. It's the best. Full speed into the ring and then he shakes the rope a lot. I'm here for that. That's yeah. really good. So yeah, I mean his music hits. It's I can. It's I, called I unstable. And it's just whatever. It's literally just a guy on his guitar, right? Yeah. Just looped. It's not a good song. It's not a song. No. It's it's not a song. It's a riff. But you're not even thinking about the song. Like, yeah. Nowadays the song matters so much. It's like this: the song makes the man. Literally, <laughs> if you want to be, but look at Bobby Roode. He based his whole career around just the song. Mm-hmm. And then he came up and you're like, all you are is a song, dude. Uh, you should be here for turn heel, whatever. I agree with that. But the warrior, he just runs. It's the energy. He, he affects it right away. He just he runs, and it's awesome. And John Cena took a little bit of it. He, he ran to the ring. I dig that. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of these wrestlers are not running. Someone on my podcast mentioned that Ronda Rousey's song, because she comes out to, uh, what's it? Bad, Bad Reputation. reputation yeah. That's a song you should run to. And I was like, oh, yeah, she wants to come out to that. That's a song that's like, yeah, that has the thing. That Just is go, a go running run. song. That is. Go yeah, that's run. a really good point. Like, Why are you walking? That's not the beat to walk to. Yeah. Also, she walks so She's weird. like a robot when right. she walks. She's just like, I hate this part. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we move on, I had a question. Dan, maybe you can answer this. Um, according to Wikipedia, in 1988, Ultimate Warrior had a series of weasel suit matches against Bobby Heenan. Do you know what a weasel suit match is? Oh, no, is? I don't know what that is. I couldn't find out no, what it was know. either. Oh, no, does Mike know? Should we look that up? A no, weasel Mike doesn't know. Match? A weasel suit match. I mean, match. I know who Bobby Heenan is. I know uh, that they didn't like each other because he said some things. But oh, is that no, the one? No one likes him. This guy is not a friend in the in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah. one's going to like this guy. I mean, I like him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah, but I just, I didn't know if you knew what a weasel suit match was. We've discovered in our our coming to um, know more about, slightly more about wrestling, that sometimes the names are very literal, and sometimes they're metaphorical as to what they are. Like, a dark match is not in the dark, as we honestly thought. We did. Uh, (laughs) Not televised. But the tables, ladders, and chairs match literally involves those things, so (laughs) it's confusing. What an amazing perspective. Yeah, like. We really didn't know. We genuinely didn't know what the things are, and like, last episode, I discovered what the, like, on a pole 
pole match was, and yeah. that's literal too. Yeah. yeah. So this, I was like, I don't think they would harm I'm animals. Wonder, but I'm wondering if they straight up have them in a. You know how like in medieval times they would put people in like suits of armor and then put rats in it to eat them. Yes. This is a, <laughs> Katie didn't know about this. <laughs> it's on no. Game of Thrones. It's in like a, I don't yeah. remember that episode. Yeah. Uh, My guess is what it is is like you, they put you, a like they, the you have to like rip off the suit or put it on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, it's like, you have to put on a weasel yeah, suit. Like, you're a weasel. Put on the weasel. No, you're a weasel, yep. right? And then uh, it's like, all right, would, we'll find out who's the weasel this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. That's what he would do more yeah. than anything. Right. Mike, do you know? All I can find, I don't know what a weasel is. I've never heard anything about this. But the loser has to wear the weasel suit. All right, oh, you so put you're right. on the right. suit. Yeah. He has to put nice. on the yeah, suit. Yeah. Everything in wrestling is not that deep, you know. <laughs> A dark match it might be the most deep concept. Yeah. Anyway. Oh wow. They look like bats. The warriors. Yes, yeah, so he's kind of like a Batman vibe. Do you think it's one. a upside down W? Yes. Oh. Oh maybe. my god. Seems to be what it is. Is that what it is? It yeah. looks like it to me. I never noticed that. I always thought it just is really cool. You know, it's really, it look, always reminded me of like, you know, Lionel from uh, yeah. Thundercats? Yeah. yeah. That's he does, like, he at does. this time, right. This time in my life, it was like Lionel, He-Man, like all those guys were the same. It was just the guys with tr- tremendous, uh, you know, at the time I was like, as a Jewish kid growing up in Long Island, I was like, these are non-Jewish people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because we were all like small. Yeah. And you're like, and none of our dads look like this. They're all like bald lawyers, you know? And so, <laughs> Your dad uh, didn't look like this? No, 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 no. But I was like, these are, this is someone's dad. You know what I mean? Someone's dad is this powerful. It's true. And, Yep. His, right? No, his Warrior son, had children. He had two kids, and they're na- one of them's named Indiana, and the other one is named. Uh, hold on, I had to put it in because I was like, this name is insane. Madigan. Right, his that two, is his not two insane. I know Madigan is a girl. Yeah, oh boy, I know two Madigans in life. What? Mm-hmm. How? Short for Maddie. I laughed because I was like, what is his name? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, he has two kids. So the tassels, I thought, are also. Uh, yeah. Something I love in wrestlers that they're, they're gone. The, the young bucks, actually, I'm wearing a young mm-hmm. buck shirt right now. Yeah. Are the guys? To, I don't know if you've covered them, right? No. But they, they're some local boys. I mean, they're you know they're massive in wrestling. But they they brought back that they made the tassels cool again. Hmm. They wore their tag team and they dress like the Rockers, which is the Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Yeah. They have the right. They have the tassels on the bottom. And now I'm like. Man, I've never been sick of tassels. They just kind of went away. I love. I mean, they're very popular in female style these days. Really, Katie wears a lot of tassels. I tassel a fringe. I love it all. I love those jackets. They're. I don't know. I think dudes wear them also, especially LA dudes. But like, um, um, like you know, those jackets have a lot of tassels. Yeah. Uh Like, like Macho Man almost. You know, like wearing like that. No, they're like. I gotta get one of those. Yeah. Yeah. You should get a buckskin or a white one. That'd be all, a white wall meter. Ooh, it's really cool. so cool. That would be a good look. This seems like a good time to mention that you brought a jacket with you. Yes. It has yes. the Ultimate Warrior on it, and it's sick. So yeah. I brought an, an, this is an original chalk line jacket. Do you guys ever oh. talk about chalk lines here? No. Oh. What's that? So you, chalk lines are the, they, they're they're now, they're a big thriving company now. They make all these vinyl jackets, right? Like oh. Bailey sometimes wears one to the ring. Bailey uh, has so much going on, we don't understand <laughs> yeah, it. She, well, so. she's like, she's like the, she wants to be like the female botch, but she's got no personality. Like <laughs> macho man, yeah, you yeah. know? I'm sorry, well, she just, she just doesn't, you know? She mm-hmm. had to tie to run and she couldn't run with it. Um, uh, yeah, so these chalk lines are like these nylon jackets they make that are, uh, 
that are actually when I, in New York you got no purpose for this it gets cold and then it's hot <laughs> this is like a perfect LA jacket yeah, but I found no time to wear that I found, I mean, yeah but yeah, it's awesome. That's the back, really, really the full cool. back is just wow. a print it's of really Ultimate cool. Warrior. We, just mouth open. You know, the fact that it also like kind of... Flexing. No, it kind of, <laughs> it kind of like has some wrinkles in it helps with his body. Yeah, with it the veins. Like, it like, the it like outlines yep. the veins. Yeah, but so it's funny because like every time I take... I'm looking at this now. I'm just realizing this now. Like every time I take like a promo picture for my podcast or really just any time anyone's like pointing a camera at me, I basically do this but have no... Muscles. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, I basically, like, I, I think it's, it, I wonder how much is influenced by wrestling. That's something I'm always, like, thinking about when I'm recording. I'm like, how much of me is, like, a kayfabe? Like, how much, how yeah, much is this like affecting built, me? Just, like, little pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know one guy I grew up with that, like, DX really stuck with him. The whole stuck, suck it. And he never became a nice, he never really found that, like, oh, no. I think he always stayed in that, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to disparage him, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh yeah, but like, I always think it's posed like this. This is also kind of rare where mid-action, mid-flex, that, yeah. they don't do this now either. They just kind of hold the belt and smug. Yeah, they do. They do the side belt as we talk. Yeah. The right. nipples are really distracting on this jacket, I've got to say. Yeah, they are. They're really yeah, aggressive they nipples. They're looking at you. Yeah. Those are some hard nips. Those are some hard... Well, if you get jacked to a certain point, aren't your, your nipples face, constantly hard? I think so. I'm yeah. serious. There's no, no yeah. space to go in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they're just pushed God. out permanently. It's an Audi nipple. God, they're so aggressive. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. he has little buttons on his chest. He does. Also has WWF on it, which I appreciate. Wow. Yeah. Cool. yeah. We might uh, we might ask you if we can get a, a pic of you in that for the Instagram later. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have to flex. Yeah, man. So we have just a couple other pictures of of Ultimate Warrior face paint. Yeah, can I can I say one thing? Like yes. he he. So one thing is that yes, we, we mentioned this. He he had only one look, but mm -hmm. the variations on it. Yeah, were they're like it feels infinite. Like every every time someone shows me a picture of Warrior, I don't remember that color combination yeah yeah and you could do a lot with a little you can you can yeah Definitely. that's why i don't i think the cosplay is kind of corny mm -hmm. personally i think like that you know what i becky had the steampunk i didn't get that at all um and like i was saying that but also like oh we dress up like alice in wonderland ray mysterio be like i'm the joker now i'm captain america it's like no like what's your thing and then explore that fully yes yeah. no, drill down into your choices yeah. yes Make okay. it cohesive too. Sorry, I'm now I'm ranting. You no, guys no, no, this we is like what it. we love. Well, part of the reason why we love Sasha Banks so much is mm -hmm. because she has that one silhouette that looks amazing on her, and then every time it's a different color combination. Mm -hmm. I and agree hundred percent. Yeah, she's her got look the best look. Uh -huh. But also why Ember Moon is so confusing. <laughs> yep. Because we're like, the fuck is are they what doing is she? with her? Yeah. Like why why? Yeah. Just why does she has why does she have flash tats on this week? Right. Like yeah. what are they very to odd. do with the werewolf? She yeah she so the thing with Ember Moon is we've proven that she can get over at Evolution she was hot as it she gets was great. right I don't know why they uh, uh, what's her name Nia Jax win uh, like it's time they need to push the other women talent you know yeah so I was like why not let a win but that's okay sometimes a win sometimes a loss is a win in wrestling it's part of what makes wrestling better than sports is <laughs> uh, right like Mick Foley's I don't think he's ever won a match uh, <laughs> you know so it doesn't matter but um, with Ember Moon you're like okay cool we all want to get behind her but what first off what what is an ember moon? What is an ember moon? Is that a certain kind of moon? 
That's a very good question. Yeah. Is that I don't even know. A, right? Do you think she's a werewolf? That's what I'm saying. So yeah. we don't even know if we don't know what the con- yeah. we don't know what the basic concept. Yeah. Like a warrior, I know what a warrior is. A boss, uh, I know what a boss yeah. is. What is an Ember Moon? So then she's starting from a very confusing place. Yeah. Because she was like the goddess for a long time too, so that was like the confusing thing about it too. Yeah. So and that's a problem with NXT. I don't know if you guys watch a lot of NXT, but in NXT they um, don't. We're going to take over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll be there also. Cool. We got. We got to. And now we get to yeah. see a dark match too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and it's but not in the dark. <laughs> yeah. What is he eating? Fries or cigarettes? <laughs> it seems like cigarettes. Well, did you guys watch any Ultimate Warrior promos? Because that's the thing. That's the elephant no, in the room here. Shut a, up. I watched. Um, well. It's worth watching one and then just cutting the part out where you talk about it. Yeah. Because he makes no sense. It's the. It's actually when I was a kid, he would cut promos. I know you're talking about just about the fashion, but I do think it ties in. It was like mm-hmm. he he literally would just say things. Like that's the only way I would describe it. He had this lore. It's almost like we're talking about Ember Moon. But imagine if Ember Moon was like, I'm gonna make you think I know what Ember Moon means. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Convince you to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But I'm not gonna do it. And he would just switch tones up and he'd be yelling then he'd be speaking really soft then he'd be snarling then he would just walk off come back maybe uh, right and you didn't know you didn't even know what he, he would talk about uh, one, his, one of his most famous promos he talks about crashing Hulk Hogan's plane <laughs> he's like I'm just gonna take the controls of the cockpit and crash it and you're like what alright now you're now you're crashing planes it's absolutely insane but as a kid I was like this guy's the best he yep. understands himself so well like as <laughs> a kid, like, i, I want to be this one it was all energy yep. it was all energy that was it and colors yeah, yeah he I is mean, testosterone like that's what he is that's He's true just, he is like a walking mountain dew <laughs> surge man yeah, yeah. surge he's surge walking surge. surge yeah yeah he kind of like is like he's like the band that is he is like the most mainstream band that like the, you're like oh I fucking hate this band, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like be, like, the, like if, if you were an adult, yeah. They're like he's, he's like he embodies like Nickelback. He's like yeah. you can't deny it. Like he's the most right? like hey they sell out a stadium. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, they are the headliners of this show. There's nothing you can do about it. But their ability is so low, right? But you see, you almost see why people like it too, even mm-hmm. though you don't like it. So is he a bad wrestler? In Terrible. Ring. In ring. Okay. Uh, he basically can't wrestle. <laughs> he never <laughs> could. No, no, he can, and he also didn't care about learning how to wrestle. But he was right. He like that's it. Nowadays, these guys need to learn a little bit. The wrestling doesn't matter that much. Almost like I love the wrestling, right? But I'm saying, not at the expense of character. That mm-hmm. and that's what's going on a lot. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of the big problems. Is that a lot of these wrestlers are like. They're on the indie scene, they're getting pop, it's all spots. It's like, he does this spot, he does that, and then they can't, they have no charisma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, if you can literally in this business, mic work matters the most still. So, I don't know. Who do you think is the best mic work right now? The best mic work right now, I mean, in WWE or just everywhere? Everywhere. In general, yeah. I mean, Miz is amazing on the mic. Yeah, yeah, it's true. See, I was talking about this on my podcast. I don't have to preface that every time. Uh, (laughs) I can go on my podcast. uh, You can, it doesn't matter. No, but on the pod, I was saying how at a party, they're like, who do you think the best wrestler is right now? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, in WWE, it might be the Miz. I'm sorry to say, because that's how much I. That's where I put 
he's not my favorite wrestler by any means, but that's how much I put the storytelling and uh, the mic work there. Like, you know, he, he, he's wow. so good. Um, he's so strong on the microphone. His look is awesome. His whole character is fully yeah. fleshed out. And also he toes the line of real and fake, right? Like shoot and work. He, you know, that's his real wife. You know, they had a, an act, they had a daughter. You almost believe that they're both just cheaters trying to make a buck. You <laughs> yeah. right? You almost believe it. He actually is an actor, calls himself an A-list actor, which drives you nuts because you're like, yo, you're like a D-list, yeah, right? Yeah, uh-huh. you're right? To me, that is like compared to AJ Styles, who might arguably the, is arguably the best in-ring wrestler in WWE. It'd probably be Kenny Omega outside of... Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world, I would say. I think he's number one, but I'd say like AJ is kind of boring. People mm-hmm. don't connect with AJ. Right. I love AJ. To me, he checks all my championship boxes. I'm a big AJ mark, right? But so, okay, explain why you have your tongue out. Uh, he. Why do you have your tongue out? Explain to the listeners why you have your tongue out. I mean, uh, explain yourself. The listeners are very familiar with my dislike of AJ Styles. He's just super conservative in general, and also he looks like Miley flat Cyrus's earther. dad. He's a flat earther. <laughs> He's a flat earther. Yeah, yeah no. He's a flat earther. I mean, that's a no from me. <laughs> Yeah, Miley Cyrus' dad, very funny. He does. He, he does. looks like Billy Ray Billy Cyrus Ray. or uh, the one who's married. Keith Urban. Thank Keith you. Urban, yeah. The one who's married. Mix them both together. And yeah, it's, him, it's yeah. just like the flat hair. Dry, like, there's just something about it that I'm like, I know that guy's fucking terrible. Like, there's just like certain people you see and, and you're like, he has names tattooed on him. I hate. And all of his kids are named with an A. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that fucking guy. Yeah, he's, he's what we're <gasps> like, okay, so we're getting into this world now. We, from what we've already researched in the last however months we've been doing this, we were like, I'm really glad we didn't start this before because we would be even more angry than we are. And he's still <laughs> the past, you know? Don't ruin AJ for me. I can't. All right, there we, we, we don't have to. We won't. We don't have to. There's almost kind of charming to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and there's always just like, he's a flat earther, like a we're, good old boy. Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, you'd think uh, that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the climate no, change deniers, and you're like, oh shit. Well, and we he, thought they were cute, and then they, fuck it, they yep. fucked us all. Yeah, then they got like five kids who can vote in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. Please vote is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I just voted this morning. Good hey, for good you. for you. Absolutely. Republican down the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You're in our home. <laughs> um, so this was really exciting. Yes. <laughs> that was uh, a joke. I, I just have to clarify yeah, that. That's no, going to bother me. It's an absolute joke. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this is... Okay, so... Um, listening to your podcast, I know you don't like people making fun of The Undertaker. I have to warn you right now, we call The Undertaker Peapaw Dirt. We don't make fun oh. of him, though. We love him. No. We love yeah. him. We think about him as like a grandfather, like he's an endearing grandfather. No, I was not upset with people making fun of The Undertaker. Okay. My problem is condescending, uh, is like, John, well, I was saying John Oliver condescending to the, the whole wrestling business. Okay. I agreed with every single point he made. That was the, my, how mm-hmm. I was conflicted. It's like every point he made about Crown Jewel. I'm not watching crown jewel i'm protesting crown jewel yeah. so i think i'm not watching a pay-per-view starts at 9 a.m an actor and a jobless actor you know what i mean it's like the best thing ever and i'm not gonna put it on it was hard yeah uh, you know and I'm, and it's and, and well anyway they removed that song. but but i'm saying there is a thing where if i can see how this rubs someone the wrong way then i'm like everyone can then imagine people who are not to me, not living in the bubble that I live in, yeah. seeing this. And you know, when people make jokes about wrestling, when I know they completely 
despise the business and don't see the point of it and think it's stupid, that's what rubs me the wrong way. If okay. it was John Stewart, who we know loves professional wrestling, yeah. yes, he does. then I would be fine with it. He can bash it all he wants. It's like because he your takes family. time to do it and yeah. he knows it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we always try and be, because we do, obviously this is like a comedy podcast about wrestling. We don't know much about wrestling. But we always do try and be respectful of Unless people's it's like careers. Big cast, then that's a yeah, big cast. <laughs> yeah, but like we try and be more respectful. We take credit for big cra- big cast leaving. <laughs> I call him a honeymoon iguana. We like let his ass up, and then the we next did. day they announced that he was leaving, and we're like, oh, we did it to the yep. degree that then I avoided work for two hours trying to figure out why. And so when I go to Twitter, like on my laptop, it now goes immediately <laughs> big to cast. big cast fired is like the link. <laughs> Like when I type when I type in like T W I, it just goes to big cast fire. Yeah. I love that. That's how much time I spent on it. Yeah, uh huh. You got to clear that cash. I like drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of which is to say, uh, so when we're referring to the Undertaker as pee Puncher, <clears throat> it is with all the love in our hearts. Um, so this was the craziest thing. Sometimes we like to talk about particular storylines that are nuts, and this was the one. Did you watch this thing in the early 90s where he feuded with The Undertaker? Yeah, when he put him in the casket, right? Yeah, so he so, put him in there and he and, and he and Paul Bearer, our beloved Paul Bearer. We love Paul Bearer. I don't know why. Um, I know why. He's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, love the person you marry. Christina's husband, Paul Bearer. Um, locked him in the Alistair casket. Black's my boyfriend, but yeah. he's my husband. Paul Bearer was everything right about wrestling. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. He didn't wrestle. He was just a dude on the sidelines. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And all the things that happened to Horrible. But he was all story. Like yeah, he was a story it. guy, right? Yeah. He pushed the story. He pushed the character. It was mm-hmm. great. And this was the thing that I loved because this whole thing was like Paul Bearer and the Undertaker tricked the Ultimate Warrior into getting into a coffin, and then they locked him in, and then the officials tried to get him out, and like he, they're like, "Oh, he's dead," and then they did CPR on him. The part I added was that there was torn fabric inside yes. of the coffin, <laughs> indicating he had tried to get out, and that's my favorite thing in the world. I yep. love that. And that needs was, to that needs to be in the slides. <laughs> yeah, it was such a good small detail, and then it was like a three week thing where Jake the Snake was teaching him knowledge of the dark side. Oh my God, yes. So there was like three challenges where they like locked him in a coffin, then they buried him alive. We have a video of this, and when they buried him alive, it was up to his eyeballs, and then they put his skull in front of him, so he was staring at the skull to like confront death. Oh my God. Because he was preparing him to wrestle Undertaker, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So he wouldn't be scared. Because he was like, I've been the, there. Yeah. I've, I've, I've mm-hmm. been there before. Like, I, I know the dark side. If I remember. Oh my God. And then the last one was like, he, he put him in a room full of snakes and told him to get to this box in the middle of the room that like contains the ultimate secret. And he opened it and a snake bit him in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they have something sprung lo- like spring loaded? No, I mean we have a video of it. We can put in the show notes. That some wonderful YouTube user spliced all of these things together. Oh, nice! Yeah. So it's like a twenty-minute thing. Oh, okay. Um, the pace is much slower than you would expect. I have to say, for I how mean, much twenty happens. minutes is a. It's a long. It's it like is. a lot of slow. That's like a chunk. Jake the Snake being like, "Death is the." It's like he talks a lot. Okay. I don't know. It wasn't as funny as I thought it would be once I watched it after having read about it. Sure. But I just love it. I love this stuff. And like, did yeah. you, Dan, yeah. did you watch this unfold? Yeah, I, I mean, I obviously I'm hazy on all the details and I, and, uh, I, I want to go back. Right now I've been going back through old WCW pay-per-views. I've been following a lot of, uh, unfortunately I've been watching a lot of, uh, Hollywood Hogan. Uh, I know you guys. I'm sure you're not a fan of Hulk Hogan, the man. But uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's he's a very uh, controversial dude. 
but I am obsessed with Hulk Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And I was going back watching the pay-per-views. I was just watching him wrestle Rowdy Piper where he has like a, a spike. You guys got to check this out. He has a spiky wig, like a short. He, he comes to the ring and he, he I don't even know what the storyline is. I got to go back and figure it out. But I want hope that he says, oh, I grew my hair back. <laughs> and he comes down to the ring with like... Uh, Zach Morris hair, like you know what I'm saying, like he, yeah, and and he goes, and then Piper during the match pulls it off, and you see, oh, he's just classic old bald Hogan. But I'm just obsessed with that character. But um, I gotta go back and watch some of this stuff. But when I was a kid, what I remember is Ultimate Warrior. I remember very vividly me and my dad watching an Ultimate Warrior being in the casket, and he was in the casket for like the, in storyline like days. And my dad was explaining to me because I was like, "Whoa!" That, it like really freaked me out. Talk about death. A lot. Yeah. My dad was explaining to me like, "Oh, it's fake." Yeah. He, but my dad was like, "He's in there. Don't. He is in there. He will be there for days. But don't worry. They got a tube in there so he can breathe." Like, this. okay, that's really like, cute. I love that. <laughs> Your dad worked on wrestling like someone would on Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's amazing. It was, yeah, I mean, it, wait. So you your know, dad is a wrestling fan. Is that why you? My dad's not really a wrestling fan. My dad's more of a fan of me. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. As a dad, yeah. so he's always like put up with the wrestling. You know, to this day, like he calls into my podcast, like and uh, and 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 he like watches stuff just to watch it. It's great, but he's a sports guy, and I talk about this in my act, like just about how like I'm such a disappointment as a son because my dad's like such a Yankees fan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you're just like I'm like, you know, like I'm like a big wrestling guy, you know. Yeah. And so um, uh, it's uh, it, he, he's he's awesome for that. But like this is I brought these pictures for you guys because I yes. think this is, this actually ties in here perfectly. We'll put these on our Instagram too. Yeah. Um, because when I was there in 91, my dad took me, and then Ultimate Warrior, he, I was, you know, Ultimate was my favorite wrestler, and I hated The Undertaker because he was fighting Ultimate Warrior. Also so scary. Look at his scary Frankenstein bargain bin costume yeah. at this era. Yeah, this is a bad era Look at that's when he was Undertaker. still a redhead, though. I don't know where yeah, these pictures are. Yeah, this is right after Big Red or whatever. He mm -hmm. zips him into a body bag. So at this time, Undertaker was putting wrestlers, if he beats you, he puts you in a body bag. <laughs> And then they just wheel you off in like a body. How old were you? I mean, ninety one. I was like, well, how old was I? Seven years old. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but like, they should do that again. That's fucking awesome. It is. I love it. I think it's amazing. Here, I'm I want more people dragged so, to hell. Where's the body bag? What was this? So you have a photo album of pictures you took at a live event. When, yeah. when was the live event? Ninety one. Okay, so, oh yeah, so right around this time. Right. So was this was a disposable camera, or? Yeah, this was a disposable. Okay, you, you guys so can flip oh, through it if yes. you want. Oh, it's so uh, cute. So my parents are moving out of their home, my, so they're like they're like people mailing are. me stuff. Yeah, and so they sent you this? Oh my God, yeah. look at that people. And I was here. able to figure out what the exact event was, Andre. just because the internet's incredible. Oh, yeah. you got to see Andre, too. That's cool. Um, was Andre in there? It, it looks mean, like it. Seems someone like someone it. dressed yeah. like him, perhaps. Might be, it might be like, oh, I, wait, that looks like Andre. It looks like him. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, who else is that big? Wait, do you have other There's wrestling couples, memorabilia? Like Johnny Gonzalez and a couple of those guys. They've sent you? But here, yeah. I have other pictures, too. This is all I brought. But I have a lot of pictures from the Attitude Era because that's when I was like full on. Yeah. yeah. And, and those were still disposable cameras. But that was, oh I have gosh. like pictures so close to the rock. I touched the rock on the ramp. Ooh. Triple H threw him onto the ramp in front of me and I like touched him and everyone was like, oh my God, you touched him. I was like, I'm not going to wash my hand. I mean, I did wash my hand, but yeah. I. Oh my gosh. Well, this is like, there was a lot, there's a lot of people in the ring in some of these. This yeah, is they Battle are. Royal. They, yeah. did, they did like a, you know, an over the top. No. Oh, yeah, your Christina. husband with the urn and everything. My husband. <laughs> yeah, 
But so he, you know, he he used to put these guys like he would. Oh, that's awesome. As a kid, I was so scared of suffocation, and now I'm like, just put me out of my misery. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it was so frightening to me when they when Undertaker would put these guys in the caskets. Oh but then God. they didn't even care. Like now, when Undertaker has a casket match, it's like a massive casket. It's basically like a, it's huge, it's like a dumpster. Yeah. But then they put you in like a real like cushion cas- casket. Yeah, that one looks like real like compared to the grandma. ones now. Yeah. It straight up looks like he couldn't fit in it. And also, can we talk about these tassels on the boots here? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, Ultimate Warrior's tassel work, and this is really... Yeah, that's some epic tassel work right some, there. This is some great tassel And look, work. his boots even have the warrior Those well. look like vampire fangs. Yeah, that. He, you know, they just, they're so versatile, I think is what mm-hmm. we're learning. We are. He never matches either, right? Like, I mean, sometimes the color matches, but sometimes he, he'll have, like, boots that match or the paint might match, but there's always an item... I don't know. It's, it's kind of like anthropology sweaters. There's <laughs> oh, always yeah. a part that we always talk about. The, the thing that you are just going to quietly seam rip off when you get home. Yep, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, I, know, I know about this. We yeah. covered this yeah. recently because this was John Gabrus's, like favorite moment in wrestling history when we were talking about it. When he, Papa Shango puts a curse on Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Yeah. And then he vomited <laughs> bright colors. Yeah. He started vomiting all around the ring. Why Why did what? this? Do you remember this happening? Because you just I just rewatched it, so. this. Mm-hmm. So will you explain to us what's happening here? So yeah, I got to remember. But uh, so, so one thing about this is that well, my memory of this is that this was like an in- groundbreaking, incredible <laughs> moment in TV history. But it's known as one of the worst moments in wrestling history. Like <laughs> it's known as like people think it sucked, and actually, like wrestling critics were extremely critical of this, saying like it breaks the fourth wall, like it breaks the wall because like. Now you're bringing in actual supernatural elements because he's like vomiting, and then it goes backstage. It goes even further. Like backstage, he's vomiting all this yellow stuff. But Papa Shango came out. It was during an under, uh, Ultimate Warrior match, and uh, and uh, he just he, you never seen him before. And he puts the curse on an Ultimate Warrior, just gets sick and just starts throwing up. And then they bring him to the back. That's really it. The, the interesting thing I thought about it is. From a standpoint of the announcers, Vince McMahon's one of the announcers, and I believe Jesse the Body Ventura or the announce team, and they're not on the same page at all. Almost to the point where, like Vince, you could tell creatively was bailing on this as it was happening. <laughs> because yep. one of them is just like, "Look, that guy just—I think Jesse the Body's like—he put a curse on him. He—it was a curse. Like, look, he's a curse." And then Vince McMahon is like, "No, it could just be a coincidence. Could yeah. be something he ate." You know what I mean? Like he's completely like over it. He's, he's, he's yeah. like negating it almost like creatively. He like regretted it on the spot or they were just doing like heel face announce team but yeah. completely denying that the curse is affecting him. It's not like good, good guy, bad guy, right? I hate it. It just sells it out entirely. Well, Vince McMahon's the worst, man. And also <laughs> something that I noticed when we were looking up stuff about the Ultimate Warrior is like he and Vince McMahon did not like each other. At all, it seems like there was like they had this whole thing with a series of like passive aggressive letters of this like pay dispute thing in the 90s, and he kept getting suspended, so he ultimately left the company. This is when he, I think, this is when he came back. This is when he came back, and then they immediately put him in, yeah, and then they immediately put him in this thing. And he said later that he like hated it, he really didn't like the creative on it. I don't think it ever happened. I think they they just had this moment and maybe one Mm -hmm. other thing, and the the match never, I don't think the match ever transpired (laughs) because he threw up too many weird colors. Yeah, it just people hated it. Looking back, I think it was cool. Uh, Papa Shango, I guess, is kind of. It's problematic. Troubling. <laughs> is, is Papa Shango a wrestler? 
He's a big time wrestler. He was the god. He's had a series of problematic characters Did <laughs> throughout he? his career. Oh, I'm gonna have to do him. He was the Godfather. Do you guys know about the Godfather yet? No. The oh, with the hose. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Remember, we put a pin in it for uh, whatever I did last time. That was long. Yeah, so in the, during the Attitude Era, which is like the sh- shock era, you know, his whole thing was he came out, he was a pimp. And he came out with a bunch of, like, they'd find like a bunch of local, uh, like, hobby, Oh, yeah, 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 we oh did. Oh, my that. God. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh-huh. Yeah, the yeah. hose, because Lita didn't like mm-hmm. the hose. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it would be like, it's the hoe train. It was just like a, ba- basically like what uh, uh, No Way Jose does right now, but with a bunch of <laughs> but with prostitutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But, so, yeah, ultimately you said you wrote that letter. I mean, do you mm-hmm. want to talk about that or not? Do you want to come yeah, out? I was going to say, it's just like a, an, an escalating series of disagreements with Vince McMahon is why he really wasn't around that long. Like, it seemed like his career was was pretty short well so he literally did this thing where he wrote a, he stopped showing up and he wrote a letter to vince mcmahon that is uh, it's it's <coughs> like it, uh, the last line of it is hilarious it's something like i'll be with people who care mm-hmm. until then the last line is something like that it's like until then i'll be with people who care right and he writes a letter demanding more money and vince mcmahon says i'll give you that mm-hmm. amount of money and then he's like, all right, but Baltimore comes back, and then he goes through WrestleMania, and then he, he, Vince McMahon just fires him the day after WrestleMania. Yeah. He just lied to him. He was like, I'm just going to say whatever, because this guy's so crazy. Oh, so and, at, and then at they brought him back at one point later. But also at WrestleMania, didn't they think that he was a fake wrestler? So, oh, yeah, because so he looks there's different. This, there's this huge, like, urban, uh, yeah, there's, mm-hmm. so he looked vaguely different. And so basically, here, it's death rumors. So after oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. eight I months read about on this. hiatus mm-hmm. since SummerSlam 91, he comes back and he had a drastic change in his appearance. He was like shorter, had blonde hair and a smaller physique. And so everyone thought that they had someone else playing him. Yeah. And so, uh, and everyone was like, oh yeah, yeah. Warrior died from liver failure. <laughs> and the arm tassels cut off his blood circulation. And so there were all these rumors going around. Um, yeah, as kids, we always thought there was a new warrior. We thought there was yeah. two warriors. Yeah. Because he looked totally different. And then he popped up in WCW also. And we always thought, oh, there's like always a new one playing Warrior. But as an adult, I found out. Like, I found out recently there was only one guy in the past like 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's how pervasive. Because I remember we we covered Undertaker and we were like, oh, yeah, the Underfaker, where it was actually a different wrestler. And I'm wondering if that was because of these rumors. I didn't look at the timeline. That they had an actual Undertaker versus Undertaker. Undertaker, yeah. You've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. It was his cousin. Yeah, I just love, because I clicked on it, I was like, ooh, death rumors. What (laughs) is this fun little tab? Well, I'm curious, how do you guys feel about this, right? Because you're not big wrestling fans, right? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about a storyline? All right, forget that Papa Shango's like, has a tribal element to it that's insensitive. Forget about that, even though that might be hard. Just assume (laughs) that this was proper. Would you like a storyline where someone came in and was able to make a wrestler throw up through yes. magic? There's nothing I would like yes. more. Yeah, I, even I'm seeing into this supernatural like, stuff in wrestling, I think yeah. it should all be that level. Yeah, like everyone yeah. that I love is the most cartoonish, and I feel like you love the magic stuff. I love occult stuff. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like very, very. I like Papa Shango, obviously problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, if this were this wrestler's cult, that's why I was like, is this like this wrestler's culture, and he chose this persona? Yeah, because then I'd be on board because you have a right to do that. Yeah. Obviously. It's just more that like this look though I think is awesome. Yeah. But I under- also understand why it's problematic. Yeah. 
But my first reaction to this slide was, oh, fuck yeah. That's my reaction is, oh, fuck yeah, to this one. To that, oh, to that. nice. This I is like the that. most, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. this I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> cool. No, that Bow would be, necklace. so all of, all of us love a dramatic entrance for sure. Yeah. And we love the dramatics of it. And we're like, great, the wrestling, sometimes we skip it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But right. like this, the Undertaker, when we did him, oh, it was just, was there was the just best. so much oh my because his kayfabe storylines are so fucking good. Right. They're and insane. So, so yeah. how do you guys connect with someone? I'm sorry if I'm derailing us. No. How do you, what do you guys think of like Seth Rollins? I love Seth Rollins. Right. We love him. We just think he's very attractive and strong <laughs> so, and a beautiful yes. person. I like him other than the fact that his song starts with someone screaming. I don't care for that. <laughs> Doesn't start with Rollins. it. It kicks oh, no. in it's right like at the breakdown, okay, right okay. at the drop. It uh, it includes screaming. I don't care for screaming in my music. <laughs> That's but, funny. I like but him. Otherwise, you I know, love Seth yeah, Rollins. I think he's great. Um, Christine, yeah. I think he's cute. He's so Oh, yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. He's yeah. very attractive. So Not as attractive as Finn, though, but. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the whole thing. For my birthday, we did a whole episode just about Finn Balor, and Mike surprised us with a bunch of escalating sexy pictures of him, and it was a real wild episode. He's really yeah. leaned in on Instagram. He's really like, yeah. I'm yeah. hot. Like, that's his Oh, we love yeah. it. We're yeah, very big fans. Mm -hmm. Especially because he wasn't really hot when he was younger, really. No. Like, Fergal? Fergal? What do you guys think? Of, do you think Randy Orton's hot? Yeah. You know what? He's on my bracket. I'm making a bracket for my birthday. A hot bracket? A hot bracket. We're doing a boyfriend wow. bracket yeah. for Christina. Yep. I gotta bracket. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you. Uh, but I started naming him. And Randy Orton, I looked at it again. I was like, I get it. But no, it doesn't do anything. See, for me, like, I'm a straight, white, cisgendered man. But to me, I'm like, Randy Orton is, like, so hot. Mm -hmm. But I sometimes think, I'm like, I think he's, like, what 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 men like me think hot guys that's are. That's exactly what it is. And uh -huh. I think that applies to Ultimate Warrior. No, that's like, exactly me, right. I'm like, why doesn't he have all the women? But I think most women are like, he's disgusting. Pass. He's truly gross. <laughs> Hard pass on yeah. that one. Hard Absolutely pass. Not. Yeah. No, that is, that's very true. It's like with the beer commercials are like, this is a hot guy, right? And you're like, no, what? Yeah. Yeah, like no, I want like a little, a little smaller. Yeah, <laughs> I want someone so, who I can spoon and they can spoon me too. I want someone who I don't think will strangle me. Right. That too. You know what? Someone's gonna give you an RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no never. No, thank you. Or no, just be you. like sweaty on you yeah. because yeah. they're wearing, having so much body oil on them as well. Yeah. Yes. Well, Randy Orton. Part of what I love about him is that he's he's like a heel in wrestling, and also he's like an all lives matter guy. It's like terrible. Oh, yeah. He's like awful. He's like he's awful, but it's like you see it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, oh, all right. And, and he plays. And when they try to make him a good guy, you're like, I don't want any of this. This guy's garbage. Yeah. Well, if we're gonna talk about garbage, I think we we. It's the time. I don't love yeah. that. By I mean, the, way. the you know, elephant. You know we get I mean. it. You yeah. got it. Right. The so, elephant yeah. in the room with the Ultimate Warrior is uh, his his personal and political views. Um, he said some horribly offensive stuff, particularly yeah, in the mid 2000s, after he became a conservative commenter, and then on his own personal blog. Uh, we have a piece we'll link to in the show notes from Vice that just includes a bunch of really... It's really good. Yeah, it is. They just include a bunch of quotes you can just read and and see how you feel about them. But, like, how... I mean, how do you... How do, Dan, as, as like, a, a longtime actual wrestling fan, like, yeah. how do you reconcile these types of things? Like, these really influential, like, personas and figures in the business with, like, these really awful things that happen in their personal life? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a constant struggle. I mean, even the Randy Orton thing, you see me doing whatever kind of mental gymnastics I can, <laughs> right? For a guy who, anytime they put the microphone in front of him, you're like, you're like, this is despicable. You know what I mean? And also, there's such a blind spot for these guys. I mean, I think 
I think wrestling, what's frustrating, I think there's a frattiness to professional wrestling. There's a clickiness to the whole thing that you can see around a comedy theater. You could see it around, like, you see it in all, uh, an office job, right? In all, I, in all walks of life, you see it. And it's frustrating because I think that dominates, right? It creates like a hierarchy and it'll oppress uh, new views. And I think that's kind of, I think there's a lot of old, old traditions, anything that where there's tradition involved, including religion, you know, in, I always hear that as like not open to new ideas, right? I always hear that as like uh, closed-minded, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I know that's a very broad statement, but I think that's what wrestling suffers from. I think that locker room, I think, has to, tends to be a place where we know there's bullying, as, as reported. Moro Ronaldo, uh, I think that's how you say his last name, he left. He's a guy who had... Um, mental health issues and J- and he said, claimed that JBL bullied him and he left and JBL left not that soon after that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you're like, oh, I can see that. They don't even, like mental health issues is something that is, I I'm can't sure, imagine yeah. in, in the back there is something these guys are dealing with. Plus it's a business where you gotta look out for yourself, right? The wins and losses are scripted. So I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I think it's a lot, it's really complicated. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. I see why these things perpetuate. That's probably why I have some kind of empathy for the situation. Because you're like, it's not, it's not something, it's not like sports where you go out there and you win, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, we won. This is the thing where you're protecting your brand. You're like, I can't be losing. And you end up having to stick up for yourself. And it gets very heated and combative back there, you know? Um, You're also putting your body on the line. So I don't know. And then there's a lot of old views and there's a, it's a business. It's very protective. It has that show business element. So I think it just takes the right, I don't, I don't like to give up. On wrestling, but there's certain people that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change there. So it's it's yeah. a battle, you know. I had to choose with the crown jewel not to watch it, and also I, I mean I I just have to almost sometimes just enjoy the kayfabe, you know. Yeah. Like that's just the truth. Is sometimes yeah. it, there is a separating the man from the art element, and that can be woman from the art element. That I think you have. You're not going to be able to do that and like professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I believe in the art form. I believe it's a high form of art form. And I don't believe the art form belongs to anybody. Yeah. And I think that's what I think is awesome about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think these, this, uh, you're not going to change Hulk Hogan. He's like mm-hmm. a almost 70 year old man who has, who has a blind spot. I know now I'm lecturing, but I'm saying who, <laughs> who clearly doesn't see what we're all talking about. Why people want to forgive him so bad because he's so important to this thing and he can't come out and just see like just admit like error and error he can't just come out and be like you know what I was part of behind doors racism like that's something I partook in I thought like if you don't hear it it's okay he's not going to come out and say that what he says is like I know I'm not racist I slipped up one time and that was private he can't come out and say that so that's a guy who's been very protective his whole life and has been burned by promoters and right like so i just get it i don't think i so i just think that you just gotta wait it out enjoy the pro enjoy the enjoy it and see guys like finn balor coming up who's got the rainbow uh yeah. flag mm-hmm. on on his shirt and you saw did you guys see that picture on instagram you posted of that woman yes. in front of mm-hmm. the westboro baptist church uh, protest yeah Where, like she doing, was doing his yeah mm-hmm I think we're going to see more of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's wrestling will always be behind. It'll always be behind. That's just how it is. They're always yeah. going to be like 
five to ten years behind on progress. They just had this women's pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know, probably should have happened a while back. Uh, yeah. You know, so and that was what was really interesting in that promo too, and just watching Evolution, all of them talking shit about the company that they work for, the past of it, being right. like, mm-hmm. I, "We never thought this would happen. Like, this is crazy. Like, what we've been through yeah. to get to this place." They're re. They're re marketing it as wow can you believe how much we accomplished but it's like what you're saying is that the company that you work for has held you down for this long and i just think it's super fascinating the like marketing angle on it is very interesting but also what we try and focus on because like we covered trish stratus and lita and stuff and just how far it's come in like 10 years is really Uplifting, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like we like that. Well, Rhonda, a little. And this goes to my point that uh, my great point. This goes to my point that about like no one owns wrestling. Like Rhonda's literally going out there and saying what happened during the Divas uh, era made me sick. Like in her promo, she goes, "That made me sick." Like she said it to Nikki Bella, and you're like, "Oh, it's part of the it's part of the story." Mm-hmm. You know, the genius of, of Vince McMahon is that he owns it all. He owns the progressive side, right, and the swampy side. He owns it all. You know, so it's, it's kind of like the whole thing that the the tower that looms over it. But you know, the indie, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, That's damn. a good answer. Yeah, that was great. We just, I, not to like put you on the spot with a difficult thing, I was no, just curious yeah. to hear like a, a an actual fan's yeah. perspectives on it because I think it's very easy for us to just like have a snap judgment of like, oh, fuck that guy then. But I know it's like more complicated when this is a thing that you've like grown up with loving and I'm always interested to hear from people like right. how that feels to love something that doesn't always love you back, you know? Yeah, Yeah. no, I think it's rare, It's complicated. I'm sorry, now I'm still going with it, but like you didn't <laughs> no, see it in a positive way, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is very small, but like AJ, has a southern accent right and when I was a kid growing up if you had a southern accent you were like a, a weird hick to me <laughs> you know what I'm saying I could never I could never imagine being a fan of someone who was like oh y'all right but you, you know just, I'm sorry that's making fun I'm just saying well, my okay. wife's from Texas I'm married <laughs> to a Texan right nice um, but but then like I actually was like oh no like AJ I'm a I, AJ doesn't sound like me right he doesn't represent what I I don't know it's, it's a small thing it's very minor but you're like oh no I'm a, like I was just I recognize my bias disrespecting someone who sounds different than me right that's so yeah. I think there's things you can take away from wrestling I mean that's something you know it's extremely minor but uh, yeah I think there's a lot of good to it so I don't, I don't know I mean I didn't care at all about women's wrestling in the Attitude Era, like even when it was happening. And it, it, that is interesting because it was naked women. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And I was yeah. a teenage boy yeah. and I was literally like, uh, let's get past this part. And now the, the Ronda Rousey's probably my favorite thing going in the company, you know? Yeah. yeah. So She's that's like, it's like, fucking great. I think that's amazing too. I don't know, lots to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, that and was also great. Warrior. I don't like him as a man. Just to no. go back to Warrior for yeah. a second, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I've never reconciled with him. And I think the stuff that WWE that does is so weird. Is like the Warrior Wing. They're repurposing of that. Like, yeah. it's, it's very strange, but they're comfortable doing it. And I don't pretend to run a, a public company, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Why we love NXT. I feel like it is still, even though they're still figuring out like what people do and stuff. It's more progressive. It's like our age coming up in that world to be like, all right, you can't be this anymore. Yeah, like, like Velveteen this is Dream ridiculous. Yeah, is very specific. Yeah, and yeah. It just feels more inclusive. Yes, it absolutely. Does. But that is also the brilliance of Vince. He owns NXT. Also, yeah, of course. We <laughs> right? that's it. He owns it all. It's just like, what are you gonna do? You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, the owner of Urban Outfitters donates only to conservative uh, candidates. So, you know, they're just things that they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They do. They know what they're fucking doing. All right. So, well, 
On that very positive note, let's look at these pictures of Finn. Uh, Mike always surprises us with some nice pictures of Finn Balor on our final thought slide we can look at. This is him with some babies. Ugh. It's very good. Yeah. Who's What babies? I don't know. These are mystery babies. He doesn't tag the babies in the photos. You guys know Finn, he lives in Brooklyn? Yeah. yeah. I bet so like people does. I know in Brooklyn just see him walking around. Ah! Stop. <laughs> Is that a bird? Yeah. Like imagine you see Finn, like Finn because he definitely he's not big. Like if you see him in clothes walking around, you just be like that's just a regular or like it's like a hipster like, stuff. Oh, a hot guy. Yeah. And yeah. Like oh. I yeah. think I would just shit. Sarah was in Venice. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Sarah yeah. was in Venice the same day that he was posting pictures in Venice. And we were like Sarah, you have to go find him. And, and she I, like, did, I did a little lap. I did a little sprint around. I was my entire family was in town, and I was like sit on this bench for a minute. Just like and with I did her husband. Sprint around. He got it. Yeah. He gets it. Um, anyway, I didn't see him, but you know what? I liked the thought. I appreciated the news alerts coming in. About yeah, it. yeah, we all said something about it. Yeah, it was great. So, uh, yeah, that's it for this podcast. But Dan, um, tell us, uh, give us a little promo for yours and when people can hear it. I'm sure anyone who listens to this already listens to you guys, but in uh, case they don't already. Yeah, well, if you, first off, uh, Thanks to Sarah and Kate for uh, helping me with my uh, oh, KD. Sorry, <laughs> I always get that mixed up. Um, Caitlin's, I'm tough. It's tough with that. As a Long Island Jew, it was you know we didn't get the Katies. We didn't have them. We only had the Sarahs with an H or just an A. Uh, you know what I mean? I already knew you had the H. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, too far. We could edit that out, or we can keep it. I don't. No, care. I enjoy it. Okay. Great. <laughs> I get anytime it's like a Caitlin. Or Katie, I get just immediately nervous. Like, oh, okay. Anyway, Katie. Sarah, Katie, you guys helped us out with this awesome video. We haven't released it yet, the mm-hmm. secret video. Yes. But you guys helped me with my costuming uh, and makeup for the video. It was and fun. We learned new things. Yeah, it was great. And you, you guys looked great. It's going to be a really fun video. So yeah. I just want to thank you guys for that. But when that comes out, we'll give you a proper, we'll give you the proper plug for all that help. It really helped us out. But yeah, Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, like you said, on the UCB Network. It's uh, basically every week we talk about wrestling. It's, uh, it's has more of a comedy skew than a lot of rest. We're not just a recap podcast. I basically uh, just, I mean, how do I even say it? I mean, at this point, what is my podcast becoming? Just me yelling about how much I love professional wrestling and how much I hate sports. And we uh, talk about Stone Cold a lot. And uh, yeah, my buddy Newman's on the show and he plays a bunch of characters. So a lot of times, you know, Stone Cold pops in studio. Braun Strowman likes to pop in studio. We had Kane and St- Kane came in the other day. Kane, talked Kane. about his mayoral strategies of just giving everybody <laughs> choke slams uh, for oh, all offenses look. across the board. And our crime has gone up because people want to get choke slammed. <laughs> oh so yeah, God. check out the comedians wrestling. It's a um, bunch of comedians really chatting up about how much we love professional wrestling every week. Right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank it's my you. pleasure. Uh, time flew. Yeah, it yeah. did. Can I say we were like, should we ask Dan specific questions? And they were like, no, let's just go for it. And they were right. Yeah. I, I have right. a lot to say. I have too much to say. I apologize. <laughs> we all do. When it starts being professional, my podcast is like two hours long every single time. Sometimes it goes over. Uh, I can't control myself. Frankly, when you turn on the mics, I just get saucy. I understand. (laughs) Her slides are like 19 slides and mine's three. I have to start sitting with a timer on my phone. I'm going to do that next week. We're going to see how it goes. But Uh anyway, if you want to hear more uh, from us, we are at KFAB Podcast, K-A-Y-F-A-B Podcast. You can see the looks that we're talking about as well as the stuff that Dan brought in on her Instagram. Or if you want to recommend a wrestler for us to review and talk about, hit us up on Twitter. Same 
handle. Yeah. I'll um, reply. Yeah. But thank you so much. And bye. 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 bye.